I met this guy one time at a bar in D.C. Now, look, you're probably thinking you meet so many dudes at these damn bars and clubs in D.C. And that's very true. I could probably start another podcast just based off of the knuckleheads I've met at some of these bars and clubs. It's not even funny. And I try to share the experiences of some of the ones who have just blessed me with some goodness, if that makes sense. We'll call it that, goodness, at any rate. Met this guy, I was standing in line waiting to buy a drink. And it was a long line, it was about probably four or five people ahead of me. This guy approaches me and he's tall, dark skin, hazel eyes, attractive. And he sparks a conversation, you know, the bullshit that guys spark. I guess I should, shouldn't call it bullshit, but just the shit that guys spark when they're flirting with you. So we chatted for a little while. The line is dwindling down and we get up. I'm the next person in line. And after some of the shit he's kicked to me, you're very attractive. I love light skin guys. You're my type. Just your vibe, your energy from standing in this line, chatting with you for a few minutes. It turns me on. So then I get up to the bartender and the bartender looks at me and he asks, so what are you having? And I looked at the guy and I said, so what are you paying for? And the guy was like, yo, yo, oh, 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 I guess I'm buying this drink. Yeah, bro. I guess you are. <laughs> like all this shit, you just popped to me. You like me. I'm light skinned and I'm sexy. So you're going to buy this drink. So get my drink. Back then I was fucking with those Long Island iced teas. So you know how this will probably end up. But get my drink and the dude proceeds to following me around the bar. All night. I couldn't make a move without the dude just breathing down my neck. And that was okay because he was cute. I was still flirting with other guys in front of him. It was, it was cool. I was fine with that. As the night went on, he asked for my number. And again, I can be very aggressive. I go through these phases where I'm so to the point that I surprise myself sometimes. So when he asks for my number, I ask him, what do you really want from me? And he gave me a look and asked me, what do you mean? I said, what do you really want from me? You're going to take my number and then what? What's going to happen after this? And he said, well, I was thinking maybe I could take you on a date. We could go see a movie, walk around the park, lunch. We could do something. I, I just think I need to get to know you. And for some reason, I blurted out, I like it rough. <laughs> That's what I said to him. I like it rough. And he looked puzzled. And 
in my mind, something was saying, what the fuck was that? You like what, Ruff? He ain't gonna know what you're talking about. And what the fuck are you talking about? He's trying to take you on a date. And he asked, you like what, Ruff? I said, let's cut the shit. If I go out on a date with you, I'm gonna want you to take me back to your place. And I'm gonna want you to fuck me. And I like to be fucked rough. I like to be manhandled. You see all this man, all this sexy light-skinned man you've been following around all night. I need me taken care of. And I could so tell it caught him off guard. So he is, well, no, no one said I'm trying to fuck you. And no one said that I'm trying to only get up with you because I want to fuck all up in your ass. Like he started saying that. I don't want to just fuck all up in your ass. I'm trying to really get to know you. Where did that come from? And I told him at the end of the day, that's where it's going to lead. Now, I will say this. I knew from some of the conversation we were having at the bar that he was so not my type mentally. Physically, he was attractive, but he just couldn't hold a real conversation. And I, I, what I was trying to do was cut out the bullshit. We're going to end up fucking. I say this often. We're going to end up fucking. Here we are at A. You're trying to get to know me and I'm trying to get to know you, but I already know that I don't want to get to know you. So fuck going A, B, C, D. Let's just get right to Z. We're going to end up fucking because at the end of the day, that's where it leads. I tried to communicate that to him. I was like, look, at the end of the day, we're going to end up with me at your place and you fucking me. So fuck it. Let's just fuck. Are you down with it? So he's like, well, nah, let's, let's just do the number thing and I'll call you and whatever. All right. Over a period of maybe a week, we chatted a lot on the phone. We chatted a lot via text messages. I met up with him one time. On my lunch break at work, he brought me some lunch and I thought that that was cute, but I still was thinking, (laughs) when are we fucking? So finally, the last conversation we had before I ended up at his place, he wanted to revisit the I like it rough comment that I made at the bar. And he asked for me to elaborate. And I told him I like to be fucked rough. Exactly what I said to you at the bar. Don't bullshit me. Don't, you know, baby, stroke my forehead and kiss my eyelids. No, I want you to rip these motherfucking boxer briefs off and take this hole, like make this hole yours. And I could tell on the phone he was excited a little bit. But then he hit me with the, but you never asked me what my sexual preference is. 
<sighs> and in my mind, I was thinking, here we go. Girl, not today. Or as my one friend be like, girl, not right now. And I said, well, what do you like? He said, well, I'm verse. And again, me knowing that this wasn't going anywhere other than a fuck, I was fine with that. I said, cool. Tap into that top verse, you. And I'm going to come over to your place tomorrow. And we're going to see what happens. Cool. Next day rolls around. I'm ringing that buzzer. And he answers through the intercom, but I noticed his voice was a little bit deeper than it had been when we met and on the phone. And he's like, yo, who is it? And I was like, shit, okay, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> All right. So get to his place. He lived off of Maryland Ave, not too far from Union Station. And I get over there, walk through the door, and there was a long hallway. And as you walk down the hallway, there was a room to the right. And you walked a little bit more. There was another room to the right. And then it opened up into the living room. And I'm walking down the hallway. I passed the first room because every time I go to a house, even to this day, I am mentally taking pictures of where shit is, where your exits are, what the fuck is in what room. You just can't be too careful. So I get to the second room and I wasn't really saying anything because the doors were kind of cracked. They weren't open all the way. Um, and as nosy as I am, I couldn't figure out what was in each room. So I walk back into the living room and mind you, he's guiding me through the hall. So he is in front of me after he opened the door. So I get into the living room and he turned around and this motherfucker grabbed my neck. And I was like, mm, okay. And he gets in my face and he was like, so yo, is this rough enough for you? And I couldn't breathe. Like I couldn't answer you. Motherfucker, I can't breathe. So he releases the chokehold a little bit and he's like, is this small fucking rough for you? And my response was, is this real rough or are you just doing this to make me happy? Like, are we role playing right now? Because I wasn't picking up on this vibe before. And he tells me, shut the fuck up and get your ass in that living room. So I go in the living room. This motherfucker had porn already playing so again i'm happy because i'm getting my one and done out the way you heard me say it i know what it is i just want some dick ain't nothing else popping after this so go in and the porn is playing and he takes me the top of my head and forces me down on my knees and he asks me to suck this dick. I want you to suck my motherfucking dick. But at this point in my mind, I'm just like, yo, now it's a little awkward because I done told this man I like it rough. And he has created this persona, this personality 
of roughness and I can tell it's not really him, but it's my fault. Cause I was like, yo, you know, fuck me. Like I need to be manhandled, but me being me, I'm, I'm playing along with the game and I'm happy to do that. So I dropped to my knees and I pull his shorts down. He had on some basketball shorts and out popped this pretty nice looking dick. Uh, yeah, it, it matched his face. It was cute. I'm doing my thing. I start sucking the head and I'm sucking his dick. I'm giving old boy some good old dick sucking. And he enjoyed it. He was moaning and I'm looking up, making eye contact and he stops me and he said, can I put this dick in your ass? <laughs> and again, I'm like, girl, this ain't, mm, 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 mm. he is trying so hard, but I want to make him happy. And I was like, yes, daddy, you can stick your dick in my ass. So he turns me around and bends me over. I take my clothes off. I'm on the couch and he starts fucking me. And it was some pretty good dick. It, it was some good dick. I was impressed. I was surprised. But I was impressed. And he's fucking me good. I'm having a great time. Oh, yeah. And he busts a nut. He pulls out and he busts on my ass cheeks. And of course, that's hot to me. He goes in the bathroom, gets a towel, brings a towel out. I wipe my ass cheeks off. He's like, All right, I'll be right back. I'm going to go wash up a little bit and I'll be back with you. So while he's washing up, you know, the water's running. All I did was wipe the little nut off my ass cheeks. But I wanted to see what was in those first fucking two bedrooms. I was being nosy as fuck. So I go back and again, the doors were cracked open and he's talking to me as he's washing up. So I know he's in the bathroom, which was a little bit further than the living room. So he's like, yeah, that was really hot. And I'm yelling, yeah, it was, as I'm walking back to these bedrooms. So I open the first bedroom door. It was his bedroom. It was a bed, dresser, that kind of shit. When I walked past that to the door that was by the front door. So it was the very first door I saw on the right when I walked through the front door. I cracked that motherfucker open and it looked like some sort of a boutique. Now, boutique is funny to me because people are like, what the fuck is a boutique? It just had a bunch of dresses and there were these shelves with wig heads and wigs and there were a bunch of gowns and jewelry and pumps all over the room and i'm standing around like what the fuck is this like wow this is some of the gowns were hot and i'm like yo this is some shit like wow 
what the fuck? Well, I didn't realize this motherfucker had come up the bathroom and caught me being nosy in this bedroom because he's like, do you like what you see in there? And I turned around and I was like, oh shit, my bad, bro. I do not mean to be snooping through your bedrooms. I said, but I just was intrigued because as I was walking in, I thought I saw glitter and sparkly shit and I needed to see what it was. Now that was such a lie. But if you fuck with this podcast, I say in so many episodes, I think quickly on my fucking feet. Like I, to this day, can come up with some shit like it ain't nothing. And he's like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool. He said, "Um, you know, my sister crashes here and this is her spot when she's here. She fucks with this room and this is her shit. And she visits quite often and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't think anything else of it because, again, here I am getting caught snooping through this motherfucker shit. So I turn around and walk back toward him. He gets back in my face, grabs my neck again. And he's like, are you ready to go for round two? And I say, yeah, let's go for round two. So he takes me back into that living room and we repeat the freak process. I suck his dick. He turns me around, bends me over and fucks the living shit out of me again. Busts on my ass. And that's that. All right. We chill. I take my ass home. Now, remember... I just wanted this to be a one and done. I knew that after he fucked me and, you know, after visiting him, that that was all it was going to be. There would not be a friendship. There's nothing that was going to come out of this. I just was not interested in that. And that's pretty much what happened. We text for a little bit and and I feel like it was both ways because I could tell just the way he communicated with me after we fucked, it kind of fell off. And I mean, I was fine with it. He wasn't blowing me up and I de- damn sure weren't blowing him up because it was a motherfucking one and done. And periodically I would still see him at the bars. Um, We were very cordial with each other. It, it, it was cool. We fucked and that's it. All right. I'll say maybe six months. It might even be a year later. I was home chilling one night and my best friend hit me up and he said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, I'm not doing too much of anything. What are you doing? And he said, I'm about to go check out A drag queen show. Do you want to go to a drag show? Now, listen, I don't mind a good old drag show. Um, I I just I'm open to so many different things. And at the time, I was still new with experiencing drag queens and going to drag queen shows and that sort of thing. Um. But I don't mind it. And I I will say this. Some of my best brunches have been drag brunches, especially in Vegas. God damn Vegas. 
you motherfuckers know how to do a fucking drag brunch. All right. So my best friend convinces me to join him for this drag thing we were going to see. Drag night. And this was at, I believe, the mill. So back in the day, the mill in D.C., they used to have like drag night. So I get dressed, meet up with my best friend, and we go to this drag show. And it's cool. Once I get there, I'm having some drinks and I wanted to do it again. And I mean, how can you not? Those hazel eyes just, they they did something to me. So even though we hadn't chatted and blah, blah, blah. Um, just seeing his hazel eyes and he was there with some friends and he said to me, you know, it's good seeing you. And I really wish we could have spent more time together and all that shit. I'm like, true, very true. So he goes back to his table with his friends and then the drag show starts. So we're about an hour and a half into this drag show. And the announcer comes to the stage and they're like, coming up next, blah, 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 as Janet Jackson performing Son of a Gun. This drag queen comes out and this fucking drag queen was beautiful, performing the Janet Jackson song, Son of a Gun. And if you're not familiar with that, it's like the ha ha, hoo hoo, thought you get the money too, greedy motherfuckers try to have the cake and eat it too. All right, can you tell that that's my song? But, all right, so this drag queen is like bad as shit. And you may have to Google the video. Because in the video, Janet has like this hat on with this fucking outfit that's showing her abs chiseled. And that's how the drag queen was. Like he hits the stage, he's performing, or she, I'm sorry with this hat on, with the same kind of Janet hair, and these chiseled abs that were just fucking incredible. And I mean, she's doing the moves, and she's just giving me all the energy I need for being at a drag show. So I tell my homeboy, my best friend, I said, I'm going to go take a couple of dollars up because A, I'm a Janet fan, and B, he is she's killing it all right i go up and i hold the few dollars out you know how if you've gone to a drag show you know how it's done i hold the few dollars out and she makes her way over to me and she's doing this sexy dance and she gets to the edge of the stage and she bends down and she grabs the money and she's like thank you so much and she goes to kiss me on my cheek and she's like I really appreciate it but in the process of her kissing me on my cheek she says in her man voice do you recognize me and as soon as this motherfucker asked if I recognized her I knew immediately that it was the motherfucker who fucked me at his apartment on Maryland fucking Avenue. I said, yo, shut the fuck up. And he started smiling and he said, it's me. 
And I was like, shut the fuck up. I must have said that like 10 times to him. Shut the fuck up. And he kissed me again on the cheek. And he said, thank you for checking me out. And he got up, finished doing his dance or whatever. I go back to my table with the friends I'd gone with. And I said to my best friend, I know him. And I kind of gave my best friend an overview of everything I just told you, but it was the quick version. But then I started thinking, I started thinking back to that fucking bedroom with the wig heads, with the wigs, the gowns, the pumps. I was like, I have been fucked by a drag queen. Are you fucking kidding me? Good dick, by the way. (laughs) But a drag queen nonetheless. Damn. 